Hey everyone. As you know, I'm a huge fan of living a healthy lifestyle, including taking the right supplements. Collagen is one of my favorite supplements. It is the most abundant protein in the human body. As we grow older, we break it down faster than we can replace it. This loss affects our skin, nails, hair, muscles, joints, and tendons, bones, and gut, making us look and feel old. Totem Voss is a wellness company that created a collagen chew for a real-life person, the 78-year-old mother of the founder. As a result, the quality is unrivaled. Totem Voss chews contain equal part deep-sea Icelandic cod, domestic grass-fed beef, and organic chicken bone broth, along with companion ingredients such as vitamin C for a full collagen synthesis. These varied sources address a greater range of collagen needs within the body. Their customers are reporting results with such problems as rosacea, osteoarthritis, osteoporosis, degenerative disc disease, as well as improved hair, skin, and nails. Practitioners are finding the juice to be an effective tool in restoring gut health. You can find Totem Voss, that's T-O-T-U-M-V-O-S, at getchews.com. That's getchews.com. Use code DRDIVA, that's D-R-D-I-V-A, for an additional 10% off your first order. We're looking at really 20 plus different causes of fatigue that have to be remedied. It once again, it comes back to those causes. Hopefully people are listening to this or getting this drummed into their heads that they really have to find all of those causes. But that's the reason, because if like you're working with a doc who doesn't work with mold or doesn't work with chemicals or doesn't work with heavy metals or doesn't work with infections, and you have those things, guess what? You're never gonna get better. If you don't look for it, right? We learned this in medical school. If you don't look for it, you're never gonna diagnose it. Hello, this is Dr. Deva Nagula. Welcome to From Doctor to Patient, where our goal is to bring you topics of discussion that will educate you on the various healing modalities to help balance the mind, body, and spirit. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of From Doctor to Patient. Today, I am joined with Dr. Evan Hirsch. He is a world-renowned fatigue expert, best-selling author, international speaker, founder and CEO of the International Center for Energy and Fatigue, and the host of the Fix Your Fatigue podcast. After suffering with fatigue for five years and seeing multiple doctors without success, Dr. Evan developed innovative strategies that dramatically enhance his energy and resolve his fatigue. He has over a decade of experience working with those who have tried everything to resolve their fatigue without success. By addressing all of the real causes of fatigue, Dr. Evan has been able to help thousands of exhausted people resolve their fatigue naturally so they can achieve their potential in life and avoid a life of regret. He is now on a mission to help 1 million more people through his international online programs and the training of providers. Dr. Evan has been featured in Mind Body Green and on over 30 podcasts and summits. One of those interviews has had over 73,000 views. In 2018, he transitioned to a virtual practice so that he could work remotely with people around the world. He now helps other doctors do the same so that they can have more impact, more success, and a greater quality of life. He's lectured nationally and internationally on topics in integrative and functional medicine and is board certified in family medicine and integrative medicine. When he's not at the office, you can find him singing musicals, playing basketball, traveling, dancing hip-hop, and spending time with his wife and daughter. Dr. Evan, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? 
Thanks so much for having me on, Dr. Diva. I am well. So fatigue is really an interesting topic to discuss, not only to discuss, but to be a, a specialist of, because there are so many people that just suffer from just generalized fatigue. And you think that, you know, it's just a normal way of living. But mm -hmm. now we have reasons to be fatigued and reasons that may be attributed to uh, chronic disease processes or issues with poor micronutrients or any, any of the above combination or, and much more. How did you get into this fatigue topic? I know you had your own personal history of fatigue. Can you get into that a little bit about your own personal issues and your battles? Absolutely. Well, and it all really started when I got into residency. So I was already holistically minded. I had in medical school, I had done my first training in um, complementary medicine, which at that point was hypnotherapy. And I met somebody who taught me about holistic medicine. And so I started in with the American Holistic Medical Association. But I, I got into residency and I met my wife about a month in and about three months into our relationship, she couldn't get out of bed. And she had fatigue for three years and I felt incredibly powerless. I was going through a family medicine residency program and supposed to be at the top of my game, surrounded by all of these mentors. And I would ask them and nobody really had any help to offer at that time besides, you know, could it be hepatitis? Could it be thyroid? Could it be congestive heart? You know, a lot of these conventional issues, maybe it was a lung issue, but we ruled out all of those and it wasn't, that wasn't the case. So she went on her journey. Unfortunately, she was mostly better after three years, but then I graduated residency, we got married, I had a kid, started a practice, and then a couple years later, I crashed hard mm -hmm. and had fatigue for five years. And, you know, my brain fog and fatigue was so bad at, at some points, I, I couldn't even remember anything about the patient as soon as they walked out of the door. It was a good thing that I had an electronic medical record where I was documenting everything. And I felt like I was providing pretty good care because I was in the moment and I could make good decisions. But as soon as they left, like that short-term memory was gone. And then I also, I, I felt really defeated and felt a lot of shame and guilt at home because we've got this newborn child who's like, daddy, play with me. And all I could do was lie on the couch when I came home. I couldn't help out. My wife is, you know, she's just coming out of her fatigue several years prior and I can't even do the dishes. You know, I'm just surviving, trying to provide for the family. And so it was incredibly debilitating. So I went on this path of, I finally got my head together and I haven't been good about taking care of myself up until that point, um, uh, you know, and prioritizing my health. But I was already practicing functional medicine. I was already helping some people with fatigue, but I realized there was more out there. And so I started applying what I had learned to myself started getting more into environmental medicine, learning more about heavy metals, chemicals, molds, infections, did specific trainings on each one of those. In addition to the integrative medicine and the functional medicine, the holistic medicine trainings that I had done. And I started applying those to myself and I was amazed by what I saw. I just saw continued improvement. I started applying it to my patients and saw continued improvement in them and resolution of some really complex issues. And then I uh, realized I had to share this with the world. So I wrote a, a book, which has now been a bestseller on Amazon. And now I'm on a mission to help a million people resolve their fatigue. And right now, our, because I practice virtually all over the world, I have you know about a third or more of my clients are in the EU and beyond. We just had somebody sign up the other day for from Singapore. So, you know, there's um, these protocols when done naturally can really help people across the globe. And what is your success rate? 
So that's a great question because the, you know, the, there's always some stipulations to that. And part of that has to do with the ability for somebody to follow through with the program. Mm -hmm. So when somebody goes through the process and they're able to find all of their causes, because that's step one of the process, which we'll get into, and they're able to find all of their causes and they're able to take the treatment to completion for all of those causes, then the success rate is above 90%. Wow, that's awesome because it's all about the causes, right? It makes sense. Whether you've got a human resources issue at work or whether you're a mechanic and you've got a problem with your car, if you can find your causes, and we'll get into those, and if you have a very broad differential where you're making sure that you're looking at all of these causes, then your likelihood of success is going to be is going to be really, really good. You know, so I'm looking at 33 potential causes, which is 10 categories of these potential causes. And so the likelihood that there is a cause outside of that, I'm sure there are some, but they're low. Mm -hmm. So, you know, th that's, that's my take on it. And I would imagine that once, if you, once you start improving their fatigue, you're also unmasking all these other conditions that they're suffering from and resolving those as well. Right. Yeah, they go hand in hand. And in your history of, of helping folks with fatigue, you know, is there a one or two common items, disease processes or issues that are causing the fatigue symptoms? Yeah, so the, the big ones that everybody has is adrenal gland dysfunction and mitochondrial dysfunction. Mm. So the adrenal gland is responsible for mitigating all the stress in, in your life and in your body. And so that can be mental, emotional, or physical stressors. And so we know about mental and emotional stressors, but the physical stressors can be things like the environmental toxins, what I call the usual suspects, heavy metals, chemicals, molds, and infections. All of those end up causing stress on the human organism. And they also, all of those also end up causing damage to the mitochondria, which is the energy center of every cell in the body, except for red blood cells. And they produce about 70% or more of our ongoing energy. So everybody has adrenal and mitochondrial dysfunction. And then the other ones, everybody's, you know, of those 10 categories that I mentioned, everybody has at least one thing from eight, from like eight to 10 of those categories, depending on how severe your fatigue is. And interesting. It's, you would think that, you know, from a common layperson, they would think, oh, well, it's, I'm fatigued. So I need to address my sleep. You know, if I sleep better, then I'm going to resolve the fatigue. But in, I'm assuming in your situation when you're dealing with folks, it's really the fatigue is causing the sleep disruption, which is also causing increased fatigue. So it's a real cycle that you have to break. Yes. And another way of saying it is that the causes of fatigue are also causes of the sleep dysfunction. So as we go through and we start to fix all of these different causes, the sleep naturally gets better. And I actually get people to sleep better at night by giving them things in the morning, because oftentimes it's a circadian rhythm issue where they're not waking up with the energy that they need. And so consequently, you can't have this nice rhythm of energy in the morning and then sleep at night. So then the body gets confused and it's like, when am I supposed to be awake? When am I supposed to be asleep? And so you're getting sleep wake during the day and at night. Mm -hmm. And other, just, other than just being exhausted, are there any other symptoms that can indicate to a person that they are suffering from fatigue? Yeah, good question. So there are other symptoms and and any I would say any 
mystery symptom that you have that hasn't been explained to you, you're scratching your head, the doc scratching your head, can be a potential cause of fatigue. So for example, there are, especially with the infections, this is really interesting, where there are certain infections like Bartonella, where you can have pain on the bottom of the feet, usually misdiagnosed as plantar fasciitis, muscle cramps, usually in the calves, usually at night, hard time falling asleep and or staying asleep, usually some issues with anxiety, depression. Sometimes you'll have some stretch marks on the body. I was looking in a Facebook group the other day and it was an adrenal group. And, you know, there's 200 comments on this post of classic Bartonella rash, which looks like stretch marks and you haven't had any weight fluctuations. Um, and then there's, and then oftentimes these people have thyroid. So that, you know, that's like a conglomeration of symptoms that are associated with a particular infection or with an infection like Babesia, which will cause spontaneous sweating. Usually you're the hottest person in the room. Oftentimes you have shortness of breath or a chronic cough, and then you have really bad sleep and anxiety to the point of panic and, or depression to the point of suicidal thoughts. And so that's just from one infection, which is commonly known as like the uh, malaria of the of North America. So, you know, if you have some of those symptoms, then oftentimes it can be due to these different causes. Interesting. And when you're seeing folks that are suffering from fatigue, are they kind of like the end of the rope, so to speak, where they've tried everything or are you catching them, you know, early on or middle or kind of like a, kind of like the whole spectrum? They're usually more advanced in the sense that they have often, you know, most of the time when people, they'll look online, they'll say, why am I so tired? And they'll get some, you know, tips from WebMD on, you should sleep more, you should stop drinking coffee, stop drinking alcohol, eat more vegetables, um, drink more water. And if they do those things and they don't have success, then oftentimes they'll move on to functional medicine doc or a naturopath or a local person and looking for that. Um, and so that's sometimes I'll catch people there, but oftentimes they've already seen a doc or maybe they've seen a couple of docs. You know, I've had people who've seen 30 docs who come to see me and it's just, you know, once again, it's all about the reason why they haven't had success is because they haven't found all of their causes. Got it. And what kind of a workup does a patient undergo when they're being treated or, you know, workup consistent of various things for, for fatigue? Is it a multitude of blood work and diagnostic tests that may include x-rays or do you have a specific core group of batteries of uh, diagnostic tools that you use? So it's always a combination of what we learned in medical school, which is the subjective plus the objective, which is what's your history, what's your symptoms, what's your labs, and what's your physical diagnosis. And now what we learned in medical school, which is still something I agree with, there's a lot that I don't, but one of the things that I agree with is that that process, 90% of your diagnosis or determining what causes you have is going to come from your subjective experience, so your history and your symptoms. So a big part of the program is that you can actually figure out 75% of all of the causes that you have just based off of your symptoms. Wow. So awesome. Yeah. So it's, you know, these are symptoms besides fatigue. So, you know, there are very specific symptoms that are associated with adrenal gland dysfunction and thyroid and these different infections that I talked about and chemicals and molds. Now, the 25% that you can't determine mainly based off of your symptoms need labs. 
And so those lab evaluations, yes, there are, there's blood work to determine vitamins and nutrients, but I do a lot with, and hormones too, but I do a lot with um, urine testing and stool testing because as an environmental physician, I'm focused on finding all of these environmental toxins. The heavy metals, the chemicals, the molds really have to be assessed by labs. And the best way to do that oftentimes is through the urine. Mm -hmm. And are you finding people are suffering more fatigue, you know, over the last few, I would say maybe five to 10 years versus beyond those five to 10 years? And, and if so, do you think it's an accumulation of just our environment, you know, and our increase in toxic burden that we're all suffering from? That's a big part of it. I definitely think that that's the case, that we're, we're getting more toxic as life goes on. And a lot of that has to do with the exposures that we have, um, you know, whether it's mercury from mercury fillings. You know, they call them silver fillings, even though they're 50% silver and 50% mercury, because it sounds bad to call them mercury fillings when they are a, uh, when mercury is a neurotoxin, right? And so, Yes, there is definitely this increase in the toxicities. There's increase in stress. You can no longer survive on just a one family income or one mm -hmm. worker income family. I don't know how to describe that. But it, there's a lot more stress that's involved now with social media, with news and all the hyperbole. And so a lot of these things are really distracting us from those things, those habits that really keep us healthiest and happiest. In in your opinion, why is it so hard to, be, to treat fatigue? So the reason why it's so hard is because out of those 10 categories that we talked about, everybody has a cause from eight of eight or 10 of those categories. Now, the challenge is, is that everybody has different causes. So, you know, Joe Schmo over here is going to have causes one, three, five, seven, nine, and somebody else over here can have causes two, four, six, eight, and 10, which means that their treatments are going to be very different. Okay. The other thing is that if you look at those sub causes under those top 10 categories, we're looking at really 20 plus different causes of fatigue that have to be remedied. So it's like having 20 nails in the bottom of your foot and we pull out the adrenal nail and we pull out the mitochondrial nail because we're supporting those. You've got thyroid issues. We pull out the thyroid nail, but then you still have, you know, and we pull out the lifestyle habit nail because you're doing your best at eating good food and drinking water and avoiding gluten and dairy and all these things. But then we still have heavy metals, chemicals, molds, and infections. And so it still hurts when you're walking. So it, it once again, it comes back to those causes. Hopefully people are listening to this or getting this drummed into their heads that they really have to find all of those causes. But that's the reason, because if like you're working with a doc who doesn't work with mold or doesn't work with chemicals or doesn't work with heavy metals or doesn't work with infections, and you have those things, guess what? You're never going to get better. If you don't look for it, right? We learned this in medical school. If you don't look for it, you're never going to diagnose it. And what I like about the approach, it's very customizable, right? It's not mm -hmm. you know, a blanket in terms of, you know, follow these things and you're going to improve your fatigue. I mean, that's, that's kind of what you would see on some sort of online bulletin board or forum. Uh, but what your approach is, it's very customizable to the individual where you're actually getting to the root cause of the issue you know, unmasking all those uh, uh, root causes and then eventually working to improve their conditions and which inevitably not only makes them healthier um, as an individual, but it also uh, um, improves their fatigue, which is, is what you're, what they're coming to see you for. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for, for appreciating it because that's been, it's been my life's work. And, and what I thought about is how do I individualize this? You know, what am I doing when I'm sitting down with people and how do I extrapolate that? You know? And so I've kind of, I've created an online program that includes a bunch of different support. And I realized that in order to help a million people resolve their fatigue, that I had to have, you know, something that didn't require one-on-ones with me all the time. Right. So that if I have a a program that can tailor it individually to the person where they can go through and they can figure out exactly which causes they have, but doesn't require me to do that work for them, then I can help so many more people. Mm, That's amazing. Hey, Dr. Diva here. Thank you to all my listeners who supported my book and helped to make it a huge success. You all have helped us hit number one in Barnes and Noble number one in oncology, cancer, healing, and medical ebooks, and number 21 in all of the Kindle store. You've also helped us hit number three on the Wall Street Journal bestseller list. If you haven't received your copy, you can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or booksatmillion.com. Visit from doctortopatient.com to become part of our growing community of health and wellness aficionados and to learn more. If you like our book and podcast, Please go to Amazon.com to write a five-star review and go to Apple Podcasts to also write a five-star review on this podcast or any of our episodes that you've enjoyed. We need reviews to attract and secure top-notch guests for this show. Thank you so much for your support. Would you be able to comment on on a case uh, or two of your clients? And I'm I'm just curious as how your workup begins and, and how long it takes them through the process. And then obviously as a follow-up and, and, you know, love to hear about some success stories. Absolutely. So do you have a particular case or you want me to present one? Oh, please present one. Okay. Yeah. That's a great idea. So let's see, let's talk about, look, we're going to call her Jody. Um, and she is 45 years old. She is a nurse and she came to me with awful sleep energy at about a four out of 10, where 10 is ideal energy. So really was having a hard time working her shifts as a nurse. And, and then she, let's see, she had problems sleeping, she had energy issues. Then she also had, um, she called herself a Bartonella nightmare. So a lot of these symptoms that I mentioned before with Bartonella, she had pain on the bottom of her feet that came and went, doesn't have to be there all the time. She had muscle cramps that would wake her up at night, doesn't have to be all the time. It would happen a couple times a month. She had thyroid issues. She was actually hyperthyroid when she first came to see me um, and then ended up being hypothyroid after that. And we can talk about that. And then... Um, and then she also had itching. So she had itching in the ears, itching in the anus. And so when I heard those symptoms, I was like, okay, well, I know that we need to replace adrenals and mitochondria. So then we started in replacing those. And that helped a little bit. That got her up to like a five out of 10. Then we saw with the thyroid that she was hyperthyroid. She also had some gastric upset. And I had recently read an article around um, autoimmunity to thyroid, especially hyperthyroid or Graves' disease that was from um, H. pylori, so a bacteria that exists in the gut. And so I went ahead and I treated her for that uh, presumptively, and very quickly her, um, 
her hyperthyroid symptoms resolved and she was taking some methimazole and she was able to come off of that really in the next month. And so that was really exciting to see. Now, as we know with autoimmune thyroid, most of the time it's never just one, it's never just hyper or hypo. Oftentimes it's a combo. Mm -hmm. Usually more if you've got hyper, you also have hypo. Um, and that has to do with, once again, if you have these usual sex suspects, these toxicities, they are triggering the immune system to react to the thyroid in different ways. So then what we when we started working on the Bartonella, so she ended up then being hypothyroid and she was taking some thyroid. And then we started working on the Bartonella and over time, now this is very much, so the way that the, the progress, and I believe that the testimonial that she gave on my website was after we had been working together for three months. And so she had really good success after three months to give you a sense of the timeline. Now, in terms of treating the Bartonella with the herbs that we use, what we were having was that there was, you know, sometimes when you start going after these infection or oftentimes you're going to have a Herxheimer reaction or a die-off reaction where the infections are dying, they're releasing their toxicities into the body, the detoxification pathways are clogged. And so the, the, the crap that's being released is not able to get rid of, and crap is a technical term, right? It's a medical mm -hmm. term. And the immune system is reacting. So you have some, a bit of a cytokine storm. And so one of the things that we find is that this process really is a three steps forward, one step back, where oftentimes as you're killing infections, you will feel a little bit worse. We fix that by opening up the detoxification pathways, liver, kidney, lymph, bowel, and make sure that you're able to get rid of these toxicities out of your body. And then you're able to continue forward. So even though there are these stops along the way where you're three steps forward, one step back, eventually you achieve your goal of, you know, let's say the journey is a hundred steps. You're eventually going to get there. So we went through that process with her. And interestingly, what I found, not just with her, but with other people, is that when I treat Bartonella and people have thyroid issue, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, low thyroid, that they are generally able to get off of their, if they're on thyroid medication, they're generally able to get off their thyroid medication to an appreciable degree. So sometimes it's completely off. And sometimes it's, you know, cutting their dose by half or something like that. And that was, you know, I, that was really serendipitous to a quick side story where the first time I learned this is I was treating Bartonella. This person had low thyroid. They were, um, they were on thyroid medication and they call me up after hours. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm sweating all the time. My heart's jumping out of my chest. And I, and I, I was like, gosh, what's going on? I can't figure out, you know? And so I said, when was the last time you experienced this? And they said, you know, 10 years ago when I had graves and I said, huh, I said, you're hyperthyroid right now. Why don't we cut down your thyroid medication and let's see. Sure enough, we were able to wean them off of their thyroid medication completely as we ramped up the herbal treatment for the Bartonella. Wow. So that's a side story, but that's, that's the only time that I've ever been able to get people off of their thyroid medication. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that Bartonella loves to live. It lives in two places generally in the body, in the skin and in the blood vessels. And where's a place that's incredibly vascular is the thyroid. 
And the other place, you know, is in like where, where you'll see compromise in people with Bartonella is like in the tips of the toes and the tips of the fingers. So these people will be colder and they will have oftentimes rain nods or rain nods type symptoms. And I think that this person, Jody, um, also had that rain nods that also improved. So her sleep got better. We got rid of the, the muscle cramps and whatnot. It turns out that she also had molds. So we did uh, um, based off of the itchy ears and the itchy anus, that usually means fungus. And so that's either mold or uh, yeast. And so we did a stool test to look for yeast. We did a, a urine provocation test to look for mold. And she had mold. Turns out there was mold on her porch. She had the porch remediated. We got the mold out of her body and all those symptoms went away. So it's you, you, just, you just have to pay attention to the symptoms. You have to know what the symptoms are telling you. You have to confirm with those, um, the, uh, the lab tests and success is very possible. And it's so interesting. And I really appreciate you uh, delineating the approach that you use. And this was like, there was multiple issues and root causes to her fatigue. And you had to you know, really do a lot of digging to unmask these and eventually treat each one independently. And it's such a different approach than traditional medicine, right? You know, traditional yeah. medicine would not have gone through these, these uh, various routes that you took to discover the root cause of these issues. So it's, it's absolutely awesome and, you know, quite intricate in, in the process that you use to, to treat this patient of yours. Thank you. And, you know, I, I was actually, um, wanted to ask this earlier, but you have a specific process, like a four-step process that you use to treat uh, these symptoms. Can you go into that a little bit? Absolutely. So I'm sure that you can guess and your listeners can guess what the first step is, but the first step is finding all of the causes, right? <laughs> so, you know, looking at the symptoms and then the, the, if we need labs for the, the 25% that need them, then we go ahead and get those labs. So that's finding all the causes. Then the first thing that we do in step two is we replace the deficiencies. So really when we're looking at these causes, we can break them up into deficiencies and toxicities. So deficiencies are things that aren't in the body that need to be. Toxicities are things that are in the body that shouldn't be there. And these deficiencies are things like deficiencies in hormones like adrenals, thyroid, sex hormones, deficiencies in nutrients like vitamins and minerals, deficiencies in mitochondria, um, energy center of every cell in the body, deficiencies in lifestyle habits. So not enough sleep, not enough water, not enough good food, not enough clean air, not enough movement. And so those are all the deficiencies. And so that's where we start is by boosting those things up because they're really the fastest way to get people results and everybody feels good when they are starting to see results, right? Now, they, it just so happens that the toxicities cause the deficiencies. So it's really, this process is all about the toxicities, removing those in step four, but you have to boost those things up in the deficiencies in order to feel better first and in order to deal with the stress of removing the toxicities in step four later. You have to have that base. And this is step four. Step two is really where a lot of functional medicine docs are focused. So this is why people have success to a certain point, but then not beyond. Mm-hmm. is that they've they've had their nutrients replaced they've changed you know they've worked on their lifestyle habits they've taken some hormone support right and they're like and I'm still not well well that's because you haven't gone in and and worked on all the toxicities 
So that's the second point of it. You know, first thing that I want people to take away from this talk is that it's all about the causes. The second thing is that it's all about the toxicities. And if you're not better, you haven't addressed all the toxicities. So that's step two. And then step three is in preparation for step four. Actually, the whole thing is in preparation for step four. But step three is to open up those detoxification pathways. And so this is opening up the, the gut, making sure that you're having bowel movements twice a day. It's opening up the liver and the kidney pathways. Because the more toxic you are, the more these pathways are actually clogged. It's opening up the lymph, which is the garbage system of, of the body. It's opening up the glymphatic system, which is the, the lymph system in the brain. And you want to make sure that all of these pathways are open so that when you grab these toxicities, these usual suspects, and you pull them out of the tissues into the bloodstream, that they actually have a place to go and that place is out. Otherwise, when you grab these toxicities, the heavy metals, the chemicals, the molds, the infections, they're just going to get redeposited in a different part of the body. This is why you hear about side effects with, you know, people who are doing like heavy metal chelation protocols or anything like that, where they're like, you know, I had pain here and then I had pain here afterwards that hasn't gone away. And it's just because you have to go through that step three process of opening up those detox pathways. Uh, that's, that's fascinating. I appreciate you uh, uh, diving in and, and giving us uh, that perspective. And what I also wanted to switch gears and get your perspective and opinion on something. So there's a lot of what's called biohacking and everyone is very much in tune, you know, with biohacking and, and, and trying to optimize the biology just for, for benefit and gains and, and function. And to me, it's, it's counterintuitive to really go the biohacking route when you're not looking at the root cause of the issues. And I think, you know, biohacking is great. You know, once you've optimized and fixed all the root causes of your problems, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm in agreement. I think that I see a lot of people who they're like, well, I'm using sauna. I'm doing a Beamer or PEMF. Like they're doing all these different devices. And I haven't seen people get well. they'll, They'll help with certain causes. Most of the time, though, if you have fatigue, they're just going to make you feel worse. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just too much. Your body is trying to do too much at a time. And so you have to be more specific around what your intentions are. Um, Because if you are using, let's say, a sauna and you have a number of infections and you jump into the sauna for 30 minutes, you have the potential of killing off a bunch of infections and you haven't done step you know, one, two, and three to actually figure out which infections you have, support the body to deal with the stress of killing an infection, opening up the pathway so that when you do kill the infection, you can actually get it out of your body. And so oftentimes people will feel worse and then they'll be like, oh, that's not for me. When in reality, it can serve a purpose, it can be helpful, but you have to use it in smaller doses, you have to use it less frequently, and you have to figure out exactly what your causes are. Exactly. Well said. Thank you so much. And, and you also have uh, published a book that's out there. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. Yeah. So I wrote a book um, that talks a lot about the causes. Um, it's called Fix Your Fatigue. It's a bestseller on Amazon. And it's just kind of like a, a taste of the full program, which we have, um, as I mentioned, an online forum that works all over the world. 
Um, but it gives you a really good idea about what potentially your causes are, um, because that is the first step. And that's, you know, that is really empowering when you can actually step into that, realize your causes, because then you can see why you haven't been getting better. Exactly. And you also have a podcast that you started a few months back. I do. Yeah. And so this is a, you know, much like this, this is a fun conversation where people can listen in where we're, you know, we're speaking with experts about different aspects and going deeper on some of these different causes. Awesome. Well, Dr. Evan, I really appreciate you coming on the show and for folks that are listening, if they want to find more about you, how can they uh, find you? So they can find me at fixyourfatigue.com. So F-I-X-Y-O-U-R-F-A-T-I-G-U-E.com. I also have a free Facebook group where they can pop in and ask questions. Um, and yeah, my goal is to help a million people resolve their fatigue. So please get help, find your causes because you don't want to live a life of regret. I mean, those years that I spent in fatigue, I was really struggling and I don't want anybody to struggle like that in this world again. Yeah, fatigue can take over your life really quickly. And so, yeah, I agree. So thanks again, Dr. Evan, for being on the show. And thanks for your, your words of wisdom. Thanks for having me on.